the, the night before had been a whirlwind for Mary Magdalene and Mary the, Mary the mother of Jesus. They watched this man they had loved, had followed, had walked with. They watched him go down the Via Della Rosa, up Golgotha's hill, and be placed on a cross. They watched his legs being broken. They watched his body being taken off. And that day he had been laid in a borrowed tomb. It happened. It happened so fast. They didn't have time to do the ritual stuff you would do in first century Jewish culture. Ritually, you would clean the body. You would anoint the body. He placed frankincense and, 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 and frankincense and myrrh and oils all over the body. You'd wrap the body in fresh linen, and you'd lay the body in the tomb. They didn't have time to do any of that, Judy, because it happened so, it happened so quick. And so the next morning, when they got up to go to the tomb, they were going to do the things they didn't get a chance to do the night before. They were going because they thought that if we just get to the tomb, we can perform these rituals we're used to doing for bodies. Where we, we can have our moment of closure. We can do it the right way. That's why they were headed to the tomb that morning. They didn't know how they were going to get in there. They saw the stone that had been placed in the front of the tomb as they had left the night before and knew that guards were standing by. But all they knew was that they had to do it the right way. They had to have some closure. Each of the gospel writers tells what happens in the Garden of Gethsemane from a different perspective. Each of them tell differently what happened as Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Jesus, approached the tomb that morning to perform, if you will, the last rites for Jesus. Each of them share differently what was of importance as the Marys approached. Mark, Mark talks about the, the angels who were sitting there uh, 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 in the tomb, right? right? Mark talks about the stone having already been rolled away, right? And how Mary gets there and sees it and is told to go and tell the disciples that Jesus lives. Luke follows suit, except for Luke's got a couple of angels hanging out telling Mary to go and, 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 and tell them that Jesus lives. Matthew, Matthew, we, we, we preached on last week. Matthew, I told you, Matthew starts early. Matthew tells you there was a violent earthquake. And at the violent earthquake, there was an angel that came down and the angel moved the stone away. And it was the angel who sat on top of the stone that caused the guards and officials who were there to, to turn to stone as, if, as though they had died. John is different. Y'all know I like John, because John, John's crazy. John's going to tell his story his way. It's not going to line up with anything anybody else said. Right? John, John was a friend of Jesus. John's going to tell you about his friend. John says in his gospel, in the 20th chapter, that they, they ran to go to the tomb. 
that morning. And when they got to the tomb, when they got to the garden of Gethsemane, the place where Jesus' body had been laid, John says they realized once the stone was rolled away that something was wrong. And so the Marys ran back to where the disciples were and told the disciples, you got to come check this out. Right? And so in John's gospel, two of the disciples run Peter and John run to, to where the tomb is. And Peter and John go into the tomb and discover it's empty. Not Mary. And John's gospel is Peter and John. They run into the tomb and discover the tomb is empty. And once they discover it's empty, they leave and leave Mary Magdalene standing there by herself. Right? In John's gospel. Right? And it's while she's standing there, while she's weeping at the loss of her Jesus, weeping at the one who saved her, weeping for the one who gave her grace and mercy when she most needed it, weeping for the one she could not lay to rest properly while she's standing there weeping for Jesus. All of a sudden, an angel shows up in the tomb. And the angel says to Mary Magdalene in John's gospel, why? Why are you weeping? Somebody say, why? Why are you weeping? That's, that's what the angel says. Now, 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 before, before Mary Magdalene can answer the question appropriately, before she has had time uh, to, 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 to give deep theological thought for how she's going to construct her statement, before she's had a chance to really get deep as to why she thinks she ought to be weeping, she hears another voice. And when she turns to recognize that voice, that voice says these same words. Mary, why? Why are you weeping? Isn't it, isn't it interesting in the text that Jesus says the same thing that the angels say? Did y'all notice that? He, 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 he could have said, hey, Mary, here I am. He could have said, look, 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 girl, look, 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 I'm all right, calm down, right? right? He, could, he, he, he didn't do it. Instead, he said, why are you weeping? Instead, he is repeating back what the angels are saying. And so, and so it, it caused me to wonder what's happening here in the text. There's something about walking in agreement. I want to talk today just for a few minutes about how to walk in agreement with Jesus. Three points. Three points and I'm done. Point number one, if you're going to walk in agreement with Jesus... If you're going to walk in agreement with Christ, point number one is you've got to echo Christ. Somebody say echo. echo. Point number one is you've got to echo Christ. Point number two, not only do you have to echo Christ if you're going to walk in agreement, point number two, you've got to mimic Christ. Somebody say mimic. Point number three, not only do you have to mimic Christ, point number three, if you're going to walk with Christ, you've got to follow Christ. That might be the hardest one. We'll, we'll say that one to last. That might be the hardest Right, right. Point number one, you got to echo. Point number two, you got to mimic. And then point number three, you got to follow. Point one number one, you got to echo. Do, 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 do y'all know how an echo works? Right, right. So, so, so when you speak, right, or scream or yell, whatever it is, right, right, sound waves come out. 
in, in order for an echo to work, there has to be a solid surface, right, that bounces the sound wave that you just spit out, right, reflects it right back on you, right? And so for in order for an echo to work, there has to be, number one, a sound source. Somebody say sound source. Number two, there has to be a solid foundation. Solid foundation. If there is no sound source, and if there is no solid foundation, there can be no echo. An echo requires both of those things to happen. Right? 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 And so watch this. Watch this. If, if, if you've got the sound source, right? Right? But you don't have a solid foundation. Right? Whatever you spit out is not coming back. Right, right, so, 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 so you can echo into a rumbling lake all you want. That sound ain't coming back. You, 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 you can echo into a pit of balls all you want. That sound ain't coming back. You, 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 you can scream into a pillow all you want. It's not going to reflect back the sound. But if you scream into a wall, huh, huh, if you scream into a solid foundation, that sound wave that goes out will reflect back on you. There must be a sound source and a solid foundation. Here in the text, Jesus is repeating back the words that the angels have just said. And I believe he's doing that because the angels are repeating back the words that Jesus is about to say. They're simply echoing the kingdom. They're echoing heaven. Jesus even tells us that I can only say what I hear my father say. I can only do what I see my father do. And so Jesus is echoing heaven. The angels are echoing Christ. And if we want the power, we've got to echo Jesus too. Got to echo Christ. The only way to echo Christ, Judy, is to be a solid foundation. I can't, I can't echo Christ when I'm living shaky. Oh, y'all quiet all of a sudden. Y'all quiet. Y'all quiet online too? Huh? 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 huh. I, can't, I can't echo Christ. Huh, huh, huh. When everything is crumbling around me in order to echo Christ, I've got to make up in my mind I'm going to be solid for Jesus. I've got to make up in my mind I'm going to stand firm in the beliefs that I understand. And no, I've got to decide I'm going to do what God says to do. The only way to echo heaven is to be firm, is to be solid. Jesus is echoing what the angels are saying. The angels are echoing what heaven is saying because they are firm and solid in their foundations. If we're going to echo heaven, we got to be solid. Y'all hear me? Y'all hear me? We can't be shaky don't work. Uncertainty doesn't work. Weak, soft doesn't work. If I want to echo heaven, I got to be firm. And what I believe. And, 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 and look, and look, sometimes, sometimes I don't know all of what I need to know. Right? Right? Sometimes the only thing I can go on, sometimes the only thing I got is that God is. I, 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 I don't even have the rest of the sentence. Sometimes all I have is God is. But if I can stand on God is, then God will fill in the rest for me. God is my foundation. God is my rock. God is my healer. God is my comfort. God is my provider. God is my protector. I got to be solid with what I got. If all I got is God is, that's enough. 
Jesus said, I am that I am. If all I have is he is, I am, that's enough. He'll fill in the rest. But I got to be solid in what I believe, solid in what I know, what I'm solid in my belief, solid in what I know. I can begin to echo heaven, echo Christ. And if I can do that, if I can do that, then I get the power of the agreement. Because when you echo Christ, when you echo Jesus, when you echo heaven, you get all the authority and promises and blessings that come with God's word. Y'all get that? When, when, when I start echoing me, I only get what Ron got, and Ron ain't got that much. Let me just tell y'all right now. Ron, Ron, Ron's struggling a little bit. Huh, huh. But, but, but when, when, when I echo heaven, when I echo Jesus, I get access to what God has. But I've got to be solid in what I know. And again, if all I know is God is, that's enough. If, if, if all I know is that Jesus lives, that's enough. If all I know is his name, Jesus, huh, the name of Jesus is enough. The name of Jesus is enough. But I've got to echo heaven and be solid in my foundation in order to see the goodness that God has. Y'all get that? Number one, number one, the power, the power, the power of agreement. Power of agreement requires, requires that we echo Christ. Number two, number two, not only does it require that we echo Christ, the power, the power of agreement requires that we also mimic Christ. Mimic Christ. Here's, here's what I think is interesting about the text. And again, Mark. John is the only one that does this. So y'all got to, I, I like John, but John just be, he, John throws stuff on you, right, 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 make you think about some stuff, right, right, right. Everybody else said there was one angel, two angel, three angel, four, right, right, Jesus lives, go, 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 go tell somebody, right. John says, forget all that, Jesus showed up, right, right. John brings Jesus to the garden. Right, 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 right. And, and what's interesting to me, what's interesting to me, Steve, is that, is that when John brings Jesus to the garden, John brings him in the profession of his father. John, John presents Jesus in the garden, not as the holy Christ robed up, crowned, you know, hovering in the air, you know, all that. You know, no, no, no. John brings Jesus into the garden as a gardener. John presents Jesus and the employment of his father, the one who created the world and created Eden and set folk into the garden. John brings Jesus back into the text in the profession of his father. John presents Jesus as a gardener. And it is, it's, a, it's, a, it's a smooth move because, because if you realize that, 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 that while Jesus' uh, uh, heavenly father might be a gardener, his earthly farmer, a father, was a carpenter. Remember that? Joseph was a carpenter, right? And, 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 and there's a big difference between being a carpenter's son and a gardener's son. There's a big difference between a carpenter and a gardener. There's this show on um, HGTV that Edmund and I watch all the time. It's, it's called um, Hometown. Y'all seen this? The, the, the guy and the, the, the wife and... Right, and I don't get, it's supposed to be about building houses, but he spends the whole time making chairs and, and stuff. He ain't, he ain't even at the house. He, he ain't put one washer or dryer in. He's, he's in the shop making, 
making chairs and desks, right? Right, right, right. But what's interesting when I watch it, when I watch it is I'm, I'm looking at the tools he's using as a carpenter. I'm looking at these saws and, and these hammers and these nails. I'm looking at all this woodworking material. I'm looking at all these tools, right? They're cold. They're, 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 they're sharp. They're, 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 they're dangerous. They, they, they create distance as a way to protect, right? right? And carpenter's tools are serious, right? right? That, 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 that's very different, very different than a gardener's tool. Right? Oftentimes a gardener might, might have a shovel. But the reality is most of the work of gardening is with your hands. Most, most of the work of gardening is getting down in the dirt. Most of the work of gardening is making room for new seeds to be laid. Most of the work of gardening is planting. And if you have to, just clipping off or pulling up some weeds that were problematic. Most of the work of gardening is with your hands. The work of carpentry is with machines and tools that cause different distance, that cut, that are sharp. Gardening is simple, it's intimate, it's, it's close, it's with your hands. Jesus doesn't come back as a son of a carpenter. Jesus comes back as a gardener. It's, it's an opportunity for intimacy. It's, a, it's an opportunity for us to see what it means to be Christian. It means to be a gardener, not a carpenter. What it means for us to be Christian is to be willing to get into the dirt with folk we love. And even those we don't. What it means to be Christian is to make room that others might be planted. What it means to be Christian is to prune, is to grow, is to fruit. What it means to be Christian it's to be a gardener for the kingdom. Jesus does not come back as a carpenter. He's not whittling wood and carving off pieces. And, no, no, he comes back and he creates space and seeds, fertilizes and brings water, brings light. Jesus comes back that we might be the best that we can be. We have to mimic, mimic Christ. Christ is no longer a carpenter. He's a gardener. We, 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 we are no longer carpenters for Jesus. We ain't cutting no, nothing or nobody. So, so, somebody said, don't, 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 don't cut nobody. Right, right, right. We, we are gardeners for Christ. We make space. Willing to get dirty. Willing to get in the mud. Willing to be intimate. Willing to take the time it takes. One of the major differences between a carpenter and a gardener is that what a carpenter produces, they can usually do in a day. But for what the gardener is working on, it's going to take a whole season before you see it. Jesus comes back as a gardener because he's willing to go with you through the season. He's willing to go with you through the rains. He's willing to let some fertilizer sit on top of you. He recognizes that something greater is coming. He's willing to go through you, through the process. He's willing to stay with you. In the season, we are called to mimic Christ. We're called to go through some seasons with people. 
We're called to, to, to be the light in the water and to nurture some folk. We're called to stand in the gap. We're called to create space. We're called to produce fruit. We are called to be with folk. If you want to walk in the power of the agreement, number two, we got to mimic Christ. Number one, number one was that we have to, we have to, we have to echo Christ. And in order to echo, in order to echo, I got to be solid in my foundation. In order to echo Christ, I got to know what I know and stand on that. And listen, it, it may not be a lot, but even again, if it's just God is, I got to stand on God is. Right? right? In order to be solid in my foundation, I've got to be able to echo Christ. Number two, not only do I have to echo Christ, but number two, I've got to be able to mimic Christ. Again, when, when, when John presents Christ to us in his gospel in John 20, he does not present him as a carpenter. And please understand, he could have been a carpenter in the garden. John could have easily wrote him in, or he, Mary turns around and there's a guy banging the fence. Right, right, right. He could have easily been a carpenter. Right? But instead, he, 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 is, he, is, he, is, a, he is a gardener for a reason. And he's a gardener to help us understand that, yes, we will go through seasons. Yes, we will go through trials and tribulations, but we are called as Christians to produce fruit and to help produce fruit in others. Number one, number one, number one, number one, we got to echo. Number two, number two, we got to mimic. And number three, and I'm done, number three, and I'm done. We got to follow. Somebody say follow. follow. This, this, this is probably, Johnny, the, the, the hardest one. It's probably the hardest one. And, and, and I'll, be, I'll be transparent. This is the hardest one for me. For me. And, and, and this is the hardest one for me in the text. Right? right because here's what happens in the text. John 20. John 20. I think I'm somewhere around um, verse 16, 17. Verse 16, 17. Right? Jesus says, don't touch me. I'm, I'm going to ascend to my father. I haven't gone there yet. But go tell my disciples, I am ascending. That, that, that's all that Jesus gave her. I, I, I don't know about you, but I'm going to need some more information, Jesus. Now, now I'm, I'm going to need you to clarify some things. I, I understand I'm ascending. Okay, but, but can, you, can you talk me through what happened last night and how you got here today and what I'm posting. I'm going to need some more context, Jesus. Right? Right? Y'all see that? All, all he gives her is, I'm ascending. Judy, go, go, what? Right? And, and, and is she supposed to go and tell the disciples, listen, I know y'all ain't seen Jesus, and he, he, but, but he, he told me to tell you he ascending. That, that, that's, that's difficult. That's difficult for me. Right, right. I, we, 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 I, I need more information. I, I, I need some answers to stuff. And yet, all Jesus will give sometimes is, "Go." I'm, 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 I'm waiting for some explanation. I'm waiting for something else to show up. And all Jesus will say sometimes is, "Go." I'm, I'm, I'm looking for I'm looking for some degrees and, and some, some, some certainty, right? At least, let, at least give me a job offer or something. Let, let somebody call. Let, let that be, right? And all Jesus will say is, go. It, 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 be, 
becomes difficult to follow. Because I've got to make up in my mind that I will follow Jesus even when it's just an adjective, a plural, or a noun. Jesus said, go. I know who that word is for. But the Lord is saying, go. Go. Will you, will you follow him when you don't have all the rest of the stuff? Will, will, will you follow him when all you have is, I'm ascending? Will you, will, you, will you follow him when, when, when he hasn't filled in the rest of the stuff? Will you follow him when it's not so easy to understand? Will you follow him when all you have is a word and he says, go? Or even worse, mother, he, he says, stop. Y'all ever had Jesus say, stop? Y'all ever been so certain over something in your life? So certain that you were doing the thing and, and heard the Lord say no or not yet. And there was no other explanation given. Huh? But how many of you know that when you did not follow him, you learn real quick. Learn real quick. We were, we were, we were in Kenya a couple years ago and we were in uh, uh, a place called uh, Nakuru. And we were on the way to this, this village uh, to, to, to meet with a bunch of uh, schools and young girls and kids and all that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, boys, too. Bo- girls and boys um, in, in a place called Samburu. And there's a four-hour drive from uh, Nakuru to Samburu, right? And so we were driving with the bishop, Bishop John Mugo. Um, and he had this, this, this little white um, Sentra, Honda, you know, a little, little small car. Right, 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 low to the ground, right? So, so, so we're in that thing, like, like it was 1970. Oh, you, you already know. We, every bump, we were, every praise is to our God. Right, 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 <laughs> right, right, right. So we're, we're riding in this thing. And, and for the first, I would say, Evan, what you think? First hour, it was good, right? First hour, it was decent. It was decent. It was decent. Right, right. But once, once Dr. Hawkins, once we got past that hour, there was no road. Y'all, I mean, I mean none. Like just dirt, just dirt and brush. You had elephants walking out, herds of zebra running through, and he's just a singing and talking about the goodness of Jesus. He ain't looking around, he ain't checking for nothing. And I'm on the passenger seat, like I'm gonna stand on his face because I don't, I don't know where we going. I, I got questions. I got, right, <laughs> so we, and so we wind up getting there, a br- I mean, a beautiful moment, the Holy Spirit fell, I think some 30, some 30 kids got saved, gave their lives to Christ, uh, we ended up coming back, but it was a journey of trust, because there was no road, there were no street signs, no street lights, no streets, just dirt, just west, right, 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 and, 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 and and sometimes God is calling to ask, will you trust me and just go west? Some, some, sometimes we get in positions. Right, 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 right now we're in position. I don't know how this trial is going to end. I don't know what's going to happen to the community we have come to love over these last four years. But I know that regardless of what happens when the gavel rings, I'm going to go west. I'm going to trust him. I don't, I don't know what's going to become of these kids who've been out of school for over a year. 
I'm worried about that. I'm worried about their intellect. I'm worried about the teachers. But all I know is that I'm trusting God to go where? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what COVID is going to do to us long term. I don't know what these, what these, these uh, 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 vaccines are going to do to us long term. But I'm trusting God. I'm going west. Sometimes all you have is a word. If you're willing to stand and to trust him on just a little bit of word that you have. If you're willing to walk in the power of his agreement with just that one word, I'm ascending, go or stop. If you're willing to trust God with just that one bit, you will see the beauty of his blessings. In favor of God, the hand of God on everything you touch and do because you trusted him to go west. Power power of agreement. Mary was on the way to the tomb that morning to perform the last rites on the man she loved and watched through signs and miracles and wonders after wonders. She, she was on the way that morning to get some closure that she was wrong and that he was dead. She, she was on the way that morning to end her faith, to stop trusting in what he says, to give up all that he has said of who he was. She was on her way that morning to wrap his body and to walk away. And instead, she shows up to an empty tomb. And a gardener, whose name is Jesus, who says, Mary, I'm ascending. Will you, will you echo Christ? Will you mimic Christ? And lastly, church, will you follow? Will you follow Christ? I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. Because it's, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult to, to echo when life is shaky. It's difficult to mimic when I feel like cutting or I've been cut. And it's difficult to follow when all I have is a word. But I want to pray today that like Mary, as you go into your work week, that you not turn off your faith, that you not forget what he said, that you not stop trusting, but instead you agree this week to follow Jesus, to stand with Jesus, to, to, to echo the words of Jesus, to mimic the words of Jesus. As you turn on CNN and Fox and MSNBC, be careful of who you echo. Be careful of who you echo. As you're out in community with others and listening and watching their reactions and responses, be careful of who you mimic. Be careful of who you mimic. 
And as you choose to, to lead your family and to direct your space, be careful of who you follow. Because if you will echo Jesus, if you will mimic Jesus, if you will follow Jesus, you will see the power, the blessings, and the favor of God in all that you do. Here's the prayer. God, we thank you, Lord, that you have provided footsteps for us to follow. We thank you, God, that you have given us your word, Lord, so that we may follow. We thank you, God, that you have blessed us and kept us. God, that you have covered us, Lord, that you are with us. We thank you for being God over our lives. Now, God, when all around us is shaky, God, give us a solid foundation that we can stand on your word. Oh, God, when all around us are talking and yapping and all that kind of stuff, God, let us mimic you, Lord, and you alone. You, the gardener. You, the one who's willing to wait the season out. You, the one who's willing to be intimate with us. You, the one who's willing to get your hands dirty, to be connected. You, God, let us mimic you. And God, when all is lost, oh God, let us follow you. Where there are no streets, no explanations, God. Where there's just a word go or a word stop or a word not yet. God, let us have the courage, God, to follow you, to trust in you. For God, you are holy, you are worthy, and you are mighty. Oh God, we covenant to give you all the honor. We covenant, God, to praise your holy name. This we pray now in Jesus' name. And the people of God said amen, amen, and amen. Amen. You can give God a hand clap. Amen. 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 Listen, listen, if you're watching, if you're watching online and you want to give your life to Christ, watching online and you want to join this fellowship, join this ministry, or you're watching online and you just need prayer, I want you to call that number that you see on your screen, one 888 I want you to call that number, one 888 on your screen. You can email the church. You can go to our site, camforconnects.com to get that information. But we want to be connected with you. And for those who are here, let me charge you this week to connect with somebody, to pray for somebody, to call somebody, to check on them, to see how they're following, to help them to mimic, to help them to, help them to model, to help them to be in agreement with Christ. And know that God has a plan and purpose for each of you. Listen, we thank God for you. We thank God for each of you here. And we'll see you next week. Amen.